Fuck you, stay at home. The One Million Podcast. All you've had today is a bagel sandwich? Yeah. I had two donuts. That's all. I, well, no, I had eggs in Phoenix, which sounds like a country song. Does it? I had eggs in Phoenix. It sounds gross. Toast in Toscaloosa. Oh, my God. I've had breakfast all over this great country. I had biscuits and gravy with dudes from the Navy. And we talked about how freedom is great. It's a Toby Keith tune. For sure. Well, I mean. Number one in Oklahoma. It's definitely going to be his. You're just giving them away. (laughs) Maybe I will record just a really pandering country record. I'll call Don't, aren't there enough? Call it pander to the music. America's great. And fucking trucks are cool. Luke Bryan's awesome. Fucking CNN's a fool. All right. What are you looking for? A way out. It's, fucking, it's a little early for that. <laughs> a lighter. <laughs> Whop! Boom! And she caught it. Right-handed. It's a new day, and better days coming. Man, oh, man. Andy's drinking her Mountain Valley spring water, well pH'd. Nice. I know people that swear by that water. It's it's good water. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I walked into uh, the improv a couple years ago, and I just happened. Whatever comedy club I was at before gave me one, and so I walked in with it, and Gerard Carmichael's like, that's all I drink, man. And I stopped getting sick and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, was, yeah, not me. I'll drink whatever's around unless it's Aquafina or Dasani. Oh, then, for sure. And then I'll bitch about it. But I'll I'll still drink the Dasani. I won't drink the Aquafina. Oh, I'm the other way around. I'll drink the Aquafina, but not the Dasani. I mean, you know, you put a, a bunch on ice in a bucket, odds are I'm probably going to grab one at some point. That's that's just your reputation as the ice bucket man. That's that's true. That's why I'm not allowed in Wisconsin. Woof. Man. Yep. You put extra woof on your eggs this morning in Phoenix? I did. Because woof. Hi-yi-yi. <laughs> 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 I got, uh, yeah, I had a, actually, uh, yeah, it was a rough trip home. I uh, had major delays because of weather and i (laughs) from memphis uh yeah from memphis and i did the stupid thing of changing my flight before i got to the connection and then when i got to my connection my original flight still hadn't left yet and so i was already booked on this other flight and anyway i fucked myself well you live and you learn rue it's like that alanis morissette song you live you learn you lose, you <laughs> learn. <laughs> Got to do that Alanis yodel. Yeah, of course. Um, Man, that's fun. Uh, I did watch, I'll tell you this, uh, we were talking about it earlier. I, uh, on the flight home, I did watch the last Bill and Ted's, the, the reunion movie. Oh, yeah. How was it? You do not need to see it. Really? I mean, it's cool to see that guy working again. 
Not, oh yeah, the not, not Keanu. Not Keanu. Keanu. Like <laughs> Neanu. Neon. <laughs> new new new. One of you is gonna have a career and the other one's new new new. <laughs> uh yeah. You know, he's he had his Buffalo Wild Wings polo on in a lot of the scenes, so I think he was pulling double duty <laughs> with uh, the movie and his regular gig. Uh yeah, man, it's just, it's, if I hadn't been on a plane, I'd have turned it off. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, I've only ever turned one movie off on a plane, and that was that fucking Melissa McCarthy goes back to college bullshit. That, Life of the party. That movie was dumb. Uh, yeah, I got 20 minutes into that, and I was just like, yeah, I'll watch anything else. Like, I wasn't going to watch Big Bang Theory. I'd rather just stare into the distance. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, I started watching The Flight Attendant. Oh, yeah, with... Uh, Kaylee Cuoco. Kaylee Cuoco. And I was like, I just don't like her. Yeah. I don't like her acting. Uh, it bothers me. Uh, mostly because all I know of her is Big Bang Theory, and I find her irksome. And so she's... They're like, my friend was like, I hated her too, but I love The Flight Attendant. I'm like, cool, cool, I'll give it a shot. And yep. I, uh, that was two and a half hours that I'm not getting back. Two and a half hours? Oh, it's a series. I it, didn't. It's like 10 episodes. I did not get far. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll tell you something that if you don't like Kaylee Kuwaku or Kuwaku, Kaylee Kurosawa, whoever it is. <laughs> uh, Kaylee Kokomo. <laughs> and that's what she'll be called from now on on this podcast. Uh, when Kaylee Kokomo uh, is on Bert's Netflix series, The Cabin. Oh, that episode and is so Ms. funny. And Pat just fucking rips, rips into her. her. Uh, and Joel's like, but she's like the most profitable show that's ever been made. And Miss Pat was like, like, I give a shit. Yeah. Like, literally, you're the only person that gives a shit about that, Joel. No kidding. Uh, and it's obviously very obvious that you're uncomfortable around large black women. <laughs> yeah, he is. Ugh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, Chris Porter movie review, Bill and Ted's whatever the fuck, don't see it. <laughs> Even if you've eaten a lot of edibles or on a plane, fucking find something else. I watched Nomadland. I have never heard of that. Uh, it won the uh, Golden Globe for Best Picture. Really? This year, yeah. Now which is it was Nomadland on, which... or is it Nomadland? It's Nomadland. Okay. It's Frances McDormand, and she's the only person in the movie who's an actor. Oh, really? And it's about- um, What are the other people? Robots? Mm-hmm. Beep, zerp. <laughs> Get off our land. <laughs> this is Nomadland. <laughs> Sink sunk. <laughs> damn it. No, it's about like a, there was a, uh, some, like a slate rock- Factory or millinery. Nope. Fabergé. Slate rock factory. Yeah, that's called Earth, dumbass. (laughs) That's called the mantle and the core and the magma. Yeah, well, wherever you farm those. (laughs) You know those earth farms? (laughs) Quarries. There they are. God damn it. I work at an earth farm. No shit. <laughs> yeah, rocks in this year. <laughs> it's in every year, no matter what season. 
It's like the earth is made well, of Well, apparently rock went like super out one year and the whole factory <laughs> shut down. The earth farm went south. And they had to lay Did everyone John off. Did Cougar Mellencamp have earth aid? <laughs> yeah. No, and so like th- this whole town existed to work at this earth farm. Okay. And then when they didn't need their farmings from the earth anymore, yeah, all these people basically had nowhere to go. So it was like Earth Detroit. Yeah. I got you. So now these people are like living out of vans and stuff, but then also work part time at Amazon. It's so sad. Oh but wow. It's really moving and really good, and it's just people that live their life on the road. You probably would hate it and cry a lot now that I'm saying. Kind of like when I saw up on the, up in the air. <laughs> that was bad. And you know the worst part about that was. A lot of that takes place at Detroit's airport. Like, I knew the fountain and everything. I literally had to fly through Detroit the very next day, and I would fucking... It was emotional. My friend Aaron McGrain from Kansas City plays his girlfriend. That's right. Uh, the Omaha chick. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say girlfriend, but chicky bangs when he's in Omaha. Yeah. Uh, she plays Meg's mom in the horror movie that Meg is in. No kidding. Nailbiter. Nailbiter. It's so, I stand by it. I love that movie. Speaking of, I was just thinking, have we talked about this? I mean, I haven't seen it, but just the idea of a show called Snowpiercer. Oh yeah, but it's also, um, it's the same, it's Bong Joon-ho who did Parasite. I don't know what that means. It won the Oscar for best film last year. Get the year. fuck out of here. And now they're doing Snowpiercer? Snowpiercer was actually first. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't. But even the commercials, I'm like, I don't understand what this is or where it's coming from. Wait, am I? Am I? Oh, it's on TNT. It's a series. Yeah. See, automatically, if it's on TNT, I'm already out. So the film, there was a film in 2013 that was directed by Bong Joon-ho, who okay. did Parasite, which okay. was the first foreign language film to ever win an Oscar, that, win the win the best movie, most the the best picture the be- Oscar. Yeah. Yeah, it was 2013 with Chris Evans. Okay, but I guess now it's a TV show because it's a it's a it's a sci uh, it's a based on a French graphic novel. Okay, Les Transpersonnages. Graphic novel, fancy name for picture. Transpersonnages. Transpersonnages <laughs> is what le transpersonnages. because uh, it's it's one of my favorite French appetizers. <laughs> so long story short i'm not gonna check out snowpiercer or nomadland nomadland was really good though it's very moving they show this part of the thing i didn't understand swallows nests what they looked like have you ever seen a swallow's nest no They're, they don't look like a normal ass bird nest what do they look like like a fucking wasp's asshole <laughs> man and that's are, tiny that's uh, a very tiny place to live they're disturbing as shit are they like tree dungeons? They like look like this, and they're like they suspend from things. These like little nests that looks like a hive. Yeah, that does look like a hive. What are they made out of? Probably mud and their spit. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> they were like this woman. She's like she like wants to see the swallows, and like there's a scene where you see all these swallows come out of their nests, and there's just like a bunch of them just shooting out of there like. Ba-toom, 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 ba-toom. <laughs> And it's just too much. Uh, update, because you know last pod I was talking about downloading dating apps. Date date update. Date date up date app update. Date app update. Uh, I did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bumble's okay. 
I don't understand Hinge. And uh, you're not on Tinder, are you? No, no, I didn't do that one. Uh, <laughs> here's the thing, though. I, I didn't think ahead. I was. I connected my Instagram, you know, you can connect your Instagram to it. And then I forget that like, oh, then I like, I also put my dates on my Instagram. Like, mm. So people like, oh, it's like, oh, that's Chris Porter. And, uh, which is fine in LA. No one gives a fuck. But like, uh, I was in Des Moines and I didn't get on the app cause I didn't want to find a date in Des Moines. I just wanted to get in and get the fuck out. Uh, and, but I started getting DMS in my Instagram from chicks that were like, hey, I saw you on Bumble. Do you want to have a drink? Uh, and I didn't. Uh, but yeah, so it's and then it's like one chick DM me like, ah, Chris Porter. So, no. yeah, it already got really weird. So why don't you get on Raya? Because I've heard Raya or Raya is what I, how I think you say it. Um I've heard bad things. It's just a bunch of vapid models, but you know, you don't want to hang out with. And uh, and then it's like ten bucks a month. I'm not paying for this shit. Ew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard zero good things from Raya. Yeah, I've only like, heard of I- like friends dating lead singers of bands that you're like, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah. I met the guy from Passion Pit, and you're like, that sucks. That's. <laughs> Yeah, like you could have done that anywhere. You didn't need an app for that. Yeah, did you have to wait for him to get off work? Yeah. <laughs> you could have just gone to get your transmission checked out. I know. Uh, but yeah, uh, and then I did meet a cute girl on there, and we matched, and she reached out. It was on the one where the girls have to talk first. Bumble. And I was trying to uh, have a conversation, and I've never had more one-word answers in my entire life. And oh, I was that's just so like, fucking annoying. I was like, you started this. This isn't on me. Yeah, and also, we're both supposed to get to know each other. Yeah, and then I fucking finally asked her a question. I was like, this isn't, you can't answer this in one word, and she didn't respond at all, and I was like, fair enough. <laughs> oh, well, that's a fuck, fuck that girl. That sucks. Yeah. I hate that. And Hinge has been a bunch of uggos. And then my friend, <laughs> it has been. And uh, fucking, I even texted my buddy. I was like, Hinge is the biggest parade of uggos I've seen in a long time. And he goes, the biggest bummer is that the algorithm is like supposed to be your female equivalent. And I was like, I fucking hate this. Uh, well, so- Chris, you have a special called Ugly and Angry. Yeah, but that was supposed to be about the material. Uh, and I didn't use any of those photos in the app. <laughs> I was kidding. I know. I'm just carrying on the joke. You know. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back. It's the one millionth podcast. I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. And oh. I can see time. Yeah, I bet you can. That was a big hit. Boom. Welcome back. Welcome back. Here we are it's, doing it. It's the one millionth pod. I didn't edit anything out just now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was your weekend? Uh, crazy. I had to go work in Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah. I used to hate it. Now I love it. Oh, Uh, used to love it. Now I hate it. Man, and I, uh. Uh, Las Vegas had to be a lot easier now that it's only half full. Oh, yeah, you'd think it's only half full. But man, it doesn't feel like it is. Yeah. We were filming in the Flamingo. So you're not dealing with the highest of class of clientele. No, a lot of Raiders jerseys. 
Um, so yeah, that'll just give you a heads up on where it's at. But also because of the pandemic, sorry to interrupt, the kind of the entire level of clientele has taken a giant step down because prices are so low. Oh, the rooms at the Flamingo, you could get a suite for $70 a night. Yeah, so uh, it's not quite what it was before the pandemic. I noticed that when we were there in July. I was like, I've never seen any of you here before. Yeah, and so luckily we got to enter the casino underground. Uh, Oh, nice. uh, Well, we didn't even go through the casino. We entered the theater. Walking through the theater's butthole. (coughs) Bunch of of out-of-commission slot machines. Which were cool. And then, uh, so, yeah, we just, like, went up into the theater. And I stepped out onto the casino floor, just out the theater doors, out of the Donnie and Marie Theater. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was, the signs were like, your mask must be on unless you're drinking or smoking. And it's like, well. Yeah. <laughs> here or, at the Flamingo. <laughs> or have drank or smoked. Uh, what? But also, that's a super high traffic area because there's that fake street that goes right down between the flamingo and the harris not hair well what used to be harris and now it's the got a weird na- link I, the link and uh and now they have that fake street where like the brooklyn bowl and jimmy kimmel's comedy club mm-hmm. and so and like an in and out i think so yeah there's a lot of people just walking through there trying to get to fucking burgers yeah it's uh it was jam-packed it was kind of crazy. I'm glad we stayed at a non-gaming hotel, which I didn't even know existed, but there it was. Yeah. Uh, stayed there, and then we shot a show with Piff the Magic Dragon, who I could not say better things about. Heard he's a good dude. He's so awesome and so funny. Oh, good. And just took the piss out of the host of my show, which brought me unbridled joy. Nice. Um, and so- you can tell he was British because it rubbed out on you because you said took the piss out. Oh, yeah. Instead of, you know. No, he reached through his penis and came out with just fistfuls of urine. That is magic. It was. He he is a magic dragon. Piss balls. (laughs) Right, (laughs) hooking. He did do some close up card magic for me when we filmed at his house on Saturday. Yeah. And I'm fucking, first of all, I I hate magic. Yeah. I just, because I don't get it and it makes me angry. Okay. You're fun. No, I mean, okay. But he did some, like, close-up magic, and I was just like, whoa! <laughs> like, car- I wrote my name on a card. Yeah. And he made it appear out of, like, six different places. Oh, that's was- awesome. You know who's an amazing an amazing close-up magician is Jimmy Schubert. Oh, really? Fuck. He's been doing it since he was a kid. I remember one night we were drinking over at, uh, what's that bar on Cherokee just south of Hollywood? Bordner's. Bordner's. We were hanging out there, a bunch of us comics. It was like me, Ryan Stout, Jimmy, I think Sam Tripoli was there, a couple of other dudes, and it turned into Jimmy Schubert, who, by the way, is very funny, and you should check out his specials wherever the fuck they are. Uh, Go to jimmyschubert.com. But, yeah, he just started doing close-up magic, and he turned five grown adult comics into fucking little kids. (laughs) As we are like, what? Get the fuck out of here! No way! And of course, he's Jimmy, so he's like adding in all these like funny little jokes and stories (laughs) and stuff, and you're just fucking, get the fuck out of here with this shit. Uh, Uh, No, that being said, I do, I mean, I do enjoy going to magic shows. I got to watch Piff's show twice on Friday night, and it was just super fun. I I could not, like, I was sitting up in the mezzanine, and his show originally wasn't in that theater. 
Yeah. But during the pandemic, since he was one of the few people still performing in Vegas, they moved him into that theater and are just doing 100 people in a 700-person room. Yeah. And they were like, listen, the show's not made for people to like watch it from above. You might see some things you're not supposed to see. Yeah. You know, blah, blah, blah. Sat up there for two shows, had my eyes on the entire thing, could not tell you still how we did one fucking thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was it was great. So, uh, Zach Myers and I, uh, from Shinedown, one of my best friends, uh, whose house I was at this weekend, and we'll talk about it in a second, he and I went and saw David Copperfield. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast, but uh, that was one of the worst shows I've ever seen. <laughs> because, listen, uh, I think David Copperfield's worth like somewhere in the $800 million range. Yeah. Like he has an island that they call Rape Island, allegedly. And uh, and like, yeah, kind of the same stuff with uh, What's-His-Face. Epstein. Yeah, but, you know, magic. And... Uh, <laughs> Where'd my pants just go? <laughs> magic. So... <laughs> David Copperfield, you're worth $800 million and you're still doing uh, two shows a night, Tuesday through Sunday. Uh, So that's 12 shows a week. Uh, The give a shit factor, especially at the Tuesday late show, (laughs) was not there. Yeah, I'm sure. Like this dude, and the whole thing is about him trying to reconnect with his dead dad. It's a magic show about reconnecting with his dead dad. And uh, is it called Papa? Can you hear me? <laughs> uh, or is there something behind your ear? <laughs> oh, that was the bullet hole. No. Oh, wow. That got dark. I don't know. Just continuing the narrative. Couldn't have just died of natural causes. All right. Well, so anyway, but also like he is reading the lines, not read. He is saying the lines like the worst audition read you've ever had. Like, have you ever gone into an audition and the casting director could give a fuck? Oh, yeah. About it, about it. And it was just so fun. Me and me and Zach still talk about it because, like, there's a really poignant moment at the end where he's, like, supposed to be like, I miss you, Dad. I miss you. And I love you. And he was like, I miss you, Dad. I miss you. And I love you. And then, like, he would bring people on stage and he would talk so quickly and with so little emotion that the people wouldn't understand him. And they go, What? And then he'd have like a funny zinger that he'd say at a normal pace and it would kill. And then he would go right back to And it was the magic was great. But and then we went and met him. We had I remember like our buddy hooked us up with the tickets and Zach opened up the envelope and it said meet and greet. And I was like, I don't want to meet this motherfucker. Uh-huh. And Zach's like, me neither. Well, as soon as the show's over, it's like, it's like let's go. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so. The kid in front of us, uh, he goes, hey, man, I saw you in Orlando. Copperfield goes, I know. (laughs) What an asshole. So me and Zach get up there. What he does is he puts his arms around you. And while he puts his arms around you, an assistant hands him two headshots. And then after the picture's taken, while he goes, so where are you from? While he's signing the David Copperfield. And you could say... I'm from Afghanistan or the moon. And he's going to still say, really love it. And then you're gone. And, uh, I remember we were, we were just making from your past, Dave, we were making fun of it as we got into the car to go to top golf and the valet heard us. And he goes, yeah, it's fucking terrible. 
but yeah, uh, I did get to see. So uh, that was. Uh, so you were there Friday through Sunday? No, I drove down Friday morning. We left it. I need to be at the office at 6 a.m. to leave on what? Friday. Drove straight down. I didn't even get my bags into the hotel until we checked in at 11 o'clock Friday night. Wow. Because you just rolled in, started working. Yep. Saturday morning, woke up, went to go find my favorite slot machine at Caesars. Yep. Which is? Ocean Magic. Did you say Ocean Magic? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that's what it does. It goes, Ocean Magic. <laughs> It's a progressive slot. It's wonderful. We turned $20 into 900 on that slot machine at Lake Tahoe like a year and a half ago. Okay. So ever since then, I'm like, ocean magic. <laughs> so I found one, and then these two fucking knobs were taking up the only two working ones at Caesars. And then there was this goofy little fella looking at me from the slot machine next to it, one of the little characters. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll just put some money in this one. I won 30 bucks. Nice. Yeah. Congrats. Had my Lysol wipes. Nice. Got a coffee, showed up, went to Piff's house, shot at Piff's house all day Saturday, and then drove straight home, and I got home at like 11 o'clock Saturday night. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Sunday, you just chilled? Oh, man, man. <laughs> I was so fucking tired. I was so tired. My body only let me sleep like six hours Saturday night, because it was like, we have things to do, and it's like, no, we don't. No, no, stop. We don't. <laughs> Please stop. Uh, and so then I took a bath. And watch the Globes, and then I just slept most of Sunday away. How were the Globes? Weird. Yeah, because there was virtual. Yeah, but I mean, it's like Sudeikis was in a hoodie, not much unlike the one I'm wearing right now. Yeah, I heard he was high as a kite. Oh, yeah, and then he won. But also, like, every, what I heard was, like, no one expected him to win, obviously. He didn't either. He didn't either. Everyone thought Eugene Levy was going to win it because Schitt's Creek wins everything. Yeah. Uh. Which, but he was so good. He deserves it. Oh, dude, but man, Lasso, he looked divorced. I will still contend that it's the best show of the last 10 years. I love it so much. I'm so excited for the next season. Oh, I can't wait. also can't wait for Succession to start back up. Oh, uh, yeah. And obviously Ozark, but I think that's probably a year away. Um, I spent my weekend in Memphis seeing my good friend Zach Myers. Yeah. And I flew down there on Thursday. From we, the uh, Copperfield story. From the Copperfield story. And we went to, uh, the first time we went to uh, the Memphis Grizzlies game, which is an NBA team. And they let about 400 people into a stadium that set 15,000. Cool. It was pretty cool. It was weird as shit. Yeah. Because the they pump in crowd noise. So that's weird. And... Uh, but then also you can hear all the things that everyone, we were a full section up, like, and you could still hear pretty much everything they were saying and stuff. It was pretty great. Uh, but yeah, it was a good game. Uh, Zach Myers uh, is like my third favorite cook besides mom and dad. Like yeah. he, that dude can make some fucking food and yeah. every night and every day, like he would make, like, he made biscuits and gravy. He made he did the he did the sous vide, sous vide, where he sous vide the steak. Uh-huh. You kind of boil it to temp. Oh yeah, yeah. Pretty much in a bag. In a baggie, uh, but man, really good. Some of the, what did he make? He made something. I was like, this is the best. Oh, he made a burger that was top five burger I've ever had in my entire life. 
Well, I mean, Chris, let's be real. You're not hard to please. Yeah, but when it comes to burgers. Except you're really fucking hard to please. See? Uh, now you get me. And, uh, but yeah, no. So had a blast, hung out with his kids. Uh, so uh, Zach and his wife are very aware that uh, I indulge in the jazz cabbage. And they were said, you know, just be discreet about it. And yeah. I was like, very cool. And they have a very large house. My room has its own entrance. It's very easy. But uh, the little pipe I bring with me, uh, I just bring a new one every time. But it, it starts to smell. And uh, so I decided to keep it outside. Uh, and I tucked it behind like a grill that was mm-hmm. up against the wall. And uh, they found it. Fucking within Dumbass. hours. Yeah. I'm, it's kids see everything. I Well. You learn, you live and you learn. Uh, we're back to Alanis. She <laughs> taught us everything. You lose. Uh, and so the kid comes in. He's like, look what I found. And, <laughs> and you know, they were super cool. They just laughed. And Zach's like, oh, that's Chris's telescope. And I go, well, it does help me see the stars. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we had a great time. And so then. Uh, it's Chris's telescope. So. Saturday, I got, he invited some buddies of ours over. We had a big jam session, which was awesome. Cool. And then uh, on Sunday when I left, I uh, sent them a telescope. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I, I was like, why did they? he send them a telescope? And, yeah, he was like, that's, that's why. That was the inside joke. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, his kids are super cool, and they're well-behaved, and, uh, just, and his wife's fucking hilarious. So... Uh, it's like yeah. you and the microphone are a magnet that can't be in the same place. It's like they're polarized. Oh yeah, it's probably probably the case. Over here. <laughs> so anyway, I was talking to his kids. <laughs> they're pretty cool. <laughs> so uh but yeah, I had a great time. Hit the delays on the way back, but it was fine. I got home four hours later than I wanted to, but made it happen. And, uh, man, just had a great time doing things, loving things. Um, cousin Brock sent me a video that he's, it's, um, you're going to throw it up on the big screen. Yeah. He sent me this video or mid last week. I didn't watch it. And I said I would watch it when I got over here. So we're going to watch it on the pod. Yeah. Why not? Is it how long is it? A minute 16. Oh yeah. I think we got time for that. Ooh. Hit worst. Oh, there it is. A oh, fucking let it He's go. Pass out. Oh, yeah. She knew somebody. 
She's better than that Billy Holiday fella. Fucking. Woof. Wow. That was bad. That was bad. That was bad. Poor that girl. Poor that girl. But also probably should not have been put in that situation. I think the poorest person was the the woman standing next to her on stage who had to stop looking at the flag and look at her like, oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. Just the stars start falling off the flag <laughs> one by one and walking off stage like, nope. But also, <laughs> Don't want no part of this. Let me tell you something. If you're in a house full of Republicans and you finish the national anthem and you don't get a huge ovation... You really fucked it up mm-hmm. because you could just sing it mediocrely and they're going to be like fucking America. Totally. And uh, they they were stunned. Yeah, that so. was shocking. Some of them started kneeling. That's how bad it was. That had more key changes than Love on Top by Beyonce. That, that was like a beginner's jazz concert. <laughs> It was free form, that's hey, for sure. Fucking go to the F Flarp Manor. <laughs> oh, you made some new notes today, honey. You did you make you some, you made new, some ones. new ones? Is that an H flat? <laughs> was that a seven B? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I didn't know you could take that in the thirty seventh. <laughs> Good job. Fucking wow. That was uh those are that was tough to hear. That was intense. Watch. Also, she was wearing like Dallas Cowboy cheerleader tights. Yeah, there was a lot of things going on. Um none of them were good. Hooters tights. <laughs> those were Hooters tights. Uh listener mail time. If you have uh, questions, concerns, if you need life advice from two people that can't seem to get their shit together. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, send it to one millionth pod in all words. That's one million with a T-H and a P-O-D at gmail.com. Uh, and if you're lucky, we will read your letter on the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, this first one's from Mark. Mark. Subject says getting flipped off while driving. Oh, was it me? Who will find out. Were you in rural Vermont lately? No. Okay. Well, then well, probably not. Sh- sh- why would I be even be there, Chris? Uh, ben and Jerry's. I hate fresh. The freshest Ben and Jerry's you've ever had. And I hate syrups. Uh, have we talked about uh, how good Coors Light is in Golden, Colorado? No. Because I'm wondering if Ben and Jerry's is the same. Uh, me and my buddies are not Coors Light fans, but when we went to go to Red Rocks, you drive through Golden from the particular hotel we were staying at. So we stopped at a liquor store. And we were asked the we asked the guy like, "Hey, is it better here in town?" And the guy goes, "I'm from the East Coast. I won't drink that shit in New York. Uh, it's all I drink in Golden, Colorado. It's so good." And it was. It was a lot better than uh, you get. I guess Coors Light doesn't keep is the moral of the story. Yeah. Uh, but I'm wondering, if fresh Ben and Jerry's is fucking delish. Anywho, what about yeah? I don't, need, I don't think they make anything else in Vermont. Oh, maple syrup. Yeah, I said I was a fan of syrups. Oh, yeah. Crunch, big crunchy leaves. They have big Ooh, crunchy leaves. A lot of big crunchy leaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, lakes. Red, red barns of sorts. Red barn bridges. Lots of bridges. Covered bridges. So not many. Like, not like Madison County style, but like more the one at colonial. The, the one at the beginning of Beetlejuice. A, a thousand percent. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, anyway, Mark from, uh, he says, hi guys from rural Vermont. Love the podcast. Had the day off today and decided to take our dog for a ride slash walk. Uh, I don't, uh, it's not like dr- a vacation situation, you, is maybe, it? No, I think you just drive somewhere and then like you drive to a park and then you walk somewhere. Mm. While driving to the walking location, see, I nailed it, but also I read this letter before we got here. <laughs> uh, while driving to the walking location, I passed two people walking. They were on the correct side of the road and I gave them a wave to say that I saw them slash wasn't going to hit them. Also, I just wanted to be friendly. You know, Vermont style. <laughs> Moreover... I gave them the entire side of the road as I was passing. Needless to say, my intentions were not understood. One of the individuals threw their arms up in the air and gave me the middle finger. For a second, I thought about stopping to explain my intentions, but didn't feel like getting attacked by an angry pedestrian. I could only assume because I, I could only assume they were upset that I waved at them. Couldn't help but stew about this all day. I would have done that too. Trying to figure out what the, and then he in parentheses puts the word Andy boop. Uh, although, to be fair, that's a Hannah boop. That's a Hannah boop. Uh, I did. Uh, so let me do the whole sentence all in one. Couldn't help but stew about this all day trying to figure out what the boop I did to piss these folks off. Maybe these were just having a maybe they were just having a bad day or maybe they're just asshole troglodytes. And then in parentheses, he puts cave dwellers. For those of you who don't know what troglodytes are. Uh, also, that's his new favorite word. That's also in the parentheses. Their response really pissed on my campfire today. Man, that's a real <laughs> Vermont saying. I no gotta say shit. that. Someone uh, really farted in my Ben and Jerry's. What would you guys have done in this if you had added this interaction? Uh, you're both hilarious. Hope to see you, your stand-up live someday, Chris. Best, Mark. Yeah, that's weird. Vermont is literally like one of two states I have not been to. I, I think it looks nice. I would go. I just I don't think they have a comedy club. Uh, and well, if- they don't laugh in Vermont. They do, they do, but it's just over text. <laughs> they say LOL, but you look over and their tappity face tap. is like deadpan. Tappity tap, tappity tap, tap. Well, they don't want to disturb the auras. <laughs> uh, man, I'm with you. I'm one of those guys that shit will stick with me all day. The like the tiniest things will fucking, I'll stew about them for a long time. And it's not healthy. You got to fucking get over it. That's probably what, why there's so much weed involved in my day. Um... I would, you know, you don't stop to explain yourself. You know, you, you, you know what your intentions are. So I would just fucking, you just got to let it go. Fuck those people. Uh, what do you say, Andy? Yeah, no, I do the same thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's at, it, after a little bit, you just kind of forget about it. Cause it's yeah. like, you're not going to see that person again. And if you do, fucking lean into him, hit him. Kick him in the crotch. Tell him this is for the last time, bitch. Knee in the balls. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Uh, this next one's from Danielle. Uh, subject, sucking on chili dogs. What up, Chris and Andy? Exclamation point. Just wanted to let you guys know that I had a, and this is all in caps, very, then back to regular caps, much needed laugh during your latest episode when you started talking about Jack and Diane and that stupid chili dogs line. My husband and I actually have an ongoing joke about that specific line, and we laugh about it all the time. (laughs) One day that song came on the radio, and he mentioned to me for the longest time he never knew that the lyrics were sucking on a chili dog. Instead, he thought it was just saying, chili dog, chili dog. (laughs) 
I thought it was the funniest thing ever, and now every time we hear the song, we always shout out to each other, chill it down, chill it down. <laughs> anyway, my husband is in the Navy and is actually out on his first deployment right now. We just bought our first house, and then he had to leave very soon after, so I've been very... I've been having a weird time trying to adjust to living by myself. Your podcast is one of the few that I listen to regularly. Thank you very much. So that I can have some company when I'm chilling at home or driving to and from work. You guys always make me laugh, and this time you just happen to also make my day by giving me a little reminder of the dumb laughs my husband and I have together as well. Aw. Oh, thank you. Thanks for the awesome podcast. Keep it up. Fuck you. Stay at home. Danny. Chili dogs. Chili dog. Chili dog. Chili dog. Uh, and then there's a postscript. I also got my second dose of the vaccine today, and I feel awesome. Really hoping that more people can get it soon, so that things can finally start getting back to normal. They're saying we're all gonna get it by May. Uh, even if it's by June, that means we're in concerts by August. Come on! It's gonna be May. Uh, last one's from Michael. The Archangel. Uh, we'll find out. He he didn't. He did we get in? He didn't say that we're not. Did we get pre-approved? <laughs> <laughs> no way. There's no There's fucking no way. way. We're definitely gonna have to have some conversations. <laughs> like you know, like at customs where they take people into that room. That's gonna be us at the pearly gates. <laughs> like, we have some video you need to look at. And also, all- are you two both smuggling drugs? What? It's heaven. We didn't know. You will you never guys had. feel better. <laughs> We have everything. I but just wanted to be prepared. <laughs> uh, anyway, this one from, from Michael. Uh, may or may not be the archangel. He says a funny story is a subject line. Hey, Chris and Andy. No punctuation on it. You know, it's not lit. Uh, yeah, that's gross as shit. Uh, just sucking down carbon. Sucking down carbon dogs. Outside the carbon dog house. <laughs> hey, Chris and Andy, no punctuation, not even a comma. Bless you. I have a question, he says. I've heard some listeners send in some funny date stories. Oh, wait. Sorry, this is what I was supposed to. Mike literally sent us a uh, email asking if he could send another email that was detailed. Just fucking shut just, up. Just send your fucking email, Mike, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, that ain't the Archangel. Oh, sorry, I'll but if it's the Archangel, whatever you want, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I got to look up what the Archangel is. I thought that was welding. Um, there was o- oxyacetylene and Archangel. Uh, last one's from Todd. Let's make it from Todd. Uh, what up, Andy and Chris? Uh, subject line, Toledo swag. I'll be at the Toledo Funny Bone March 12th through the 14th. Uh, that's this weekend. Uh, so come on out and uh, check it on out. Let me make sure that those dates are right. Yep, 12th through the 14th. That's Friday through Sunday. So come on out. Uh, Todd says, what up, Andy and Chris? Exclamation point. My name is Todd. And I, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Todd, and I can't get enough of the pod and look forward to it every week. Keep on keeping on, he says. Yeah, Todd and a pod. Uh, I even have, What? <laughs> Todd, my name is Todd. I can't get enough of the pie. Oh, there it is. I even have fellow co-workers <laughs> listening now, too. Oh, well, fuck yeah, Todd. Fuck yeah, Todd. Todd sharing the pod with his pod. Thanks, buddy. Todd pod pod. As a matter of fact, Todd, this is what I'm going to do. Todd. Hey, Todd. Hey, oh, Todd. Todd? Oh, Todd. Whoa, Todd. Uh, I'm going to send you an email back, but uh, I'm going to send you some back text next. 
and maybe even a David Copperfield signed headshot that I don't <laughs> want. Because I have a couple of them. Uh, but seriously, I'll, I'll email you uh, in a second. Anyway, uh, he says, uh, what up, Andy and Chris? My name is Todd, and I can't get enough of the pot. I'm looking forward to it every week. Keep on keeping on. I already said that part. Let's just go. Todd Pod. Chris, I will be at your show in Toledo, Perrysburg on Saturday the 13th. This will be my third time receiving talent, but my girlfriend's first time. Ooh. She can't wait to become a port hit. I thought I bought you a little something, something to say. Thanks for the years of laughs. Just a little Toledo swag to remember us by. Am I able to give it to you in person Saturday night? If not, I understand and can just send it to you via mail. Your call. See you soon, Todd. Uh, Todd, here's my answer to you, sir. Uh, you just need to give it to the bartender uh, at the in the front lobby where the arcade is and just tell them this is a gift for Chris Porter uh, and they will give it to me. Uh, unfortunately, uh, until I get the vaccine, I won't be doing any meet and greets. However, there is the off chance that you might see me uh, at the bar. So uh, there's that. Uh, but once again, as always, uh, thank you for sending your letters in. Uh, and we hope we uh, answered all your questions. And uh, and if you have life concerns, questions, need life advice, any of that, send it to one millionth pod. It's all words. It's one million with a th and a pod at gmail.com. But damn. And as always, the podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Big Attack Snacks. That's right. Uh, you're hungry. You're high. You're drunk. You need some snacks. Why not eat healthy snacks? Uh, forget the fucking Dash 25s and all them shits. Get yourself some back attack snacks. Put the pedal to the metal and jerk off till you nut. What up? Uh, you know what? I used to, and I used to feel bad about you making that joke. And then after hanging out with Brian Beck, he makes 10 times worse jokes about his nuts to people face to face. So it's, we're definitely on brand with back attack snacks. <laughs> Look at my nuts. <laughs> you want to taste my nuts? All right. <laughs> That's the Louis C.K. special. Yeah, but then he, except, you know, Brian just pulls out actual nuts, not his actual nuts. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, they got great beef jerky, the carne asada. They got the almonds. They got the beef jerky that's made out of mushrooms. Uh, it's, uh, it is what it is. But, <laughs> it's uh, good. It's great. And it's good for you. Uh, yeah. So just go to backattacksnext.com and when you go to check out, enter in the promo code one millionth pod. That's all words one million with a T H and a P O D. And you'll get twenty five percent off your whole order. That's right. You buy three things, you get a free thing. Three what? three to free. Three to free. Ah! What up? Ah! Back <laughs> uh all right, all right, all right. Uh, something is, is happening that I'm very excited about for this summer. We're talking about getting vaxxed by May. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking pool parties. Yep. It's going to be hot. I'm going to need to drink something refreshing. Right. And I'm getting a little sick of the hard seltzer flavors that are out there right now. So you're going to make your own? No. There's a new one. Okay. That I'm f super psyched about. And I think you might be too. Okay. It's by Sonic Drive-In. Get the fuck out. Is it a limeade seltzer? Oh, Yeah. They have many flavors. They're going to have two separate packs, two different 12 packs. You can't get them at Sonic Drive-Ins, obviously, but yeah. you can get them at Probably liquor stores. Probably in Texas you can. Yeah. Because they have drive through liquor stores. I'm not commenting on Texas as a people. Anyway, go oh. ahead. Um, so they're going to have a tropical variety pack, which features a melon medley, ocean water, which Ooh. is, oh yeah, 
mango guava and orange pineapple and then they've got a citrus pack uh the citrus pack is going to have classic lemonade cherry limeade original limeade and lemon berry wow i'm gonna get diabetes by august (laughs) diabetes diabetes (laughs) that's the one where you die (laughs) no i just think it's awesome that's great. Fucking, uh, now I don't have to go to Anaheim to get a limeade, and I can get my drink on. What up? What up? I hope they nail the flavors. I hope they do, too. If they suck, it's going to be bad. I don't, you know, I don't drink this. I haven't really drank in, like, almost a month now, but, uh, uh, yeah, I've kind of cut, out, cut it all out. I'm down to water and coffee and tequila, and that's nice. it. Yeah. I'm having a White Claw. Get you one. Well, uh, so you're using an outhouse, uh, top ten, top three fears. You're also in Alaska. Fuck. My ass cheeks getting frozen to the seat. Okay. One. The door getting frozen shut. Okay. Yeah, that's a bit. That's a shit one. Literally. Yep. And the ice buckling underneath me and then I fall through into the icy water and it's doo-doo water. Yep. Yep, those are all bad. Uh, not what happened to this lady. An Alaska woman went to her outhouse in the backcountry. This is her quote. I got there and sat down on the toilet and immediately something bit my butt right as I sat down. No. I jumped up and I screamed when it happened, as you would. I opened the toilet and there's just a bear's face right there at the level of the toilet seat. Just looking right up through the hole. Right at me. A bear? A fucking bear. I just shut the lid as fast as I could, they said. There's a bear down there. We got to get out of here now. And we ran back to the yurt as fast as we could. I'll tell you what. That's never a sentence you want to say. I ran back to the yurt as fast as I could. could, Because I'll tell you something about a yurt. They're they're not going to protect you from shit. No, unless it's bats. Yeah, or Really dumb bears that are confused by cloth. I'm just a bear. I'm just just a caveman. Uh, I don't understand (laughs) your rules. (laughs) Uh, She said she's fine. It wasn't wasn't that serious. Uh, It was bleeding, but it wasn't super bad. uh, If I had a nickel. Uh, But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Reason number 4,642 to not live in the Alaskan outback or fucking have an outhouse of any sort. Yeah, that $1,000 doesn't really seem worth it. Isn't that what they pay you to move to Alaska? Uh, I think that's what they pay you, but then you get so uh, Alaska, you get dividends every after you live there for so long, you start to get dividends because Alaska's resources are so plentiful and their expenses are so little. Their state makes so much money that they can distribute among the inhabitants. That's pretty sick. It is nice. Although, I mean, it, you know, it, I think it, at best it's like 2500 a year. and like, But normally it's like 600 Oh, no so thanks. Not, I'd but, rather have nighttime. Uh, I don't know. Hey, Alexa, what's the average Alaska dividend check? Here's something I found on the web. According to basisincome.org, the amount of this year's Alaska Permanent Fund dividend was announced by the governor on Friday, September 23rd. Every Alaskan will receive $1,022, less than half the amount of last year's dividend. 
Did that answer your question? Yes. So, yes. For your feedback. Boom. Right at you. Did you also know that I can tuck you in at night? (laughs) All you need to do is give me arms, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Just give me arms, Chris. Just say, Alexa, order arms. (laughs) Alexa, stop. You have done it now, Chris. (laughs) They're already here. (laughs) What just They open the door. Hello, Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, Why are you wrapping around my... (laughs) (laughs) Yes! <laughs> this has been the one millionth podcast. <laughs> well, that was fun, as always. That was fun. And we didn't, we probably didn't make mom cringe this time. I know, right? She's probably like, thank God. That was like five episodes in a row of like, fuck, mom. Sorry <laughs> about that. But we got through it. I've needed an outlet. Uh, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at Andy Port and on Twitter at Andy Porter. And you can find the pod on Twitter. At the number one and the words millionth pod. And you know it, but you should do it. Make sure you follow the pod on Instagram and Twitter, but definitely on Instagram because we usually have visual aids for you from the pod. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that's at one millionth pod, all words, uh, one million with a TH and a POD. And as always, you can find me at Instagram and Twitter at I am Chris Porter. I will be at the Toledo Funny Bone all this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Come on out to Perrysburg. Uh, the fucking half-finished strip mall that's for women that no longer get their periods. Uh, <laughs> fucking Dusty Sands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy Valley. Um, <laughs> Dry axe wound. Sand- <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> Sorry. There's the cringe. Sorry, Mom. Just- that's six. <laughs> Streak not broken. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I don't know where you can find me next. April's, uh, you know, it all depends on your city or state. But uh, Portland's coming up. Denver, maybe. Maybe San Jose. For sure, Appleton. For sure, Oklahoma City. For sure, going back to Raleigh. So just go to chrisportercomedy.com. Check all that shit out yourself. As always, I'm Chris Porter. I'm Andy Porter. This has been the One Millionth Podcast. Fuck you. Get a vaccine. Dry pussy shopping mall. <laughs> <laughs>